gentlemen we are here for episode 102 of 101 here on the legacy maker sports network this one we have coming for you today is long overdue if you saw that gorgeous handsome young man at, at the beginning there and our uh, <laughs> and on our graphic there my man mr mark davis glad to have him with you have you with us today mark it is an absolute pleasure known mark for a long time uh probably about six seven years now uh, we're held together by a common bond. <laughs> Go M's. And so Mark is a sports director for WTKR CBS3 in the Hampton Roads area. Mark, how are you doing, brother? Glad to have you on. Hey, man. Thanks, Terrell. I appreciate you having me. And you know what? I, I saw those guys you had in your intro, and I'm like, how did I sneak in here? I don't know. You, there must have been some error or mistake here. But no, I appreciate having me on, man. It's great to finally sit down and be able to chat some sports with you. Yeah, man. You know, it's funny because, like, you know, for the backstory on this, y'all, like, me and Mark have been talking about this for years. And then, you know, uh, Mark moved a little bit further down south here from the Richmond area. And then we finally got a chance to say, all right, it's, it's got to happen this year. So we, we finally got it here in uh, season four. But definitely glad to have Mark on. Now, before we get rocking and rolling, y'all, y'all know how we do here on 101. And we're going to start off with the check-in. Look, with the check-in, we just want to check in on you. Your, family, right. your friends. How are things with Mark Davis right now? Yep, things are great. Things are busy. You know, we talk about the summer, and the summer is kind of our downtime where not much is going on. So, you know, Zach and I in our sports office are actually pretty fired up now that we're starting to get some content again. Obviously, you and I bumped into each other up in Ashburn at Commander's Training Camp last week. Um, high school football starting up, so we have all that going on. College football camps are underway. So, you know, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir here, I know. But just, uh, you know, it's that time of year where we uh, look at our uh, wives, fiancés, significant others, kids, and say, see you guys in December. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, like, and that's funny you say that because I, I told my wife, I said, the busy season is approaching. She was like, what do you mean? I said, baby, it's probably going to be about March or April before we yeah. kind of slow down here. So, you know, uh, the busy season is here. And that started last week at ACC Media Day for myself. And from that point on, it, it just won't stop rolling. I got a little break coming up. Me and Mark talked before going to Disney World this week. So just a precursor, no one-on-one -on -one next week. We'll be back the following week. But um, like I said, just glad to have you on, man. And it's absolutely a pleasure. But let's go ahead and get into it. Let's find out. Let's find out. Let's get dig a little bit into Mark Davis to find out who he is. So let's start off with our first one. Mark, where did your passion for sports come from? When you were seven eight, nine years old, where the little Mark was like, man, this is why I want to do sports, okay? 
Where did that passion come from? Yeah, you know, uh, it was always a common bond, but especially baseball was a common bond between my dad and I. Um, and, you know, we always were watching sports, baseball, football, you know, basketball, stuff like that. I think baseball is what really drove me home. I went to my first Major League Baseball game when I was eight, year, eight years old to see the Brewers play the Orioles at Old Memorial Stadium in Baltimore. <laughs> and just being there at a Major League Baseball game, I was hooked. I was hooked on just being at the ballpark. I was hooked on the atmosphere, hooked on seeing the guys up close. And, you know, that's where I think my love of baseball came. As far as what I'm doing now, I think I, I was a uh, track and cross-country guy uh, through high school and college. But, you know, anything else I really wasn't good at. And once I figured that out, I thought uh, talking about it was the next best thing. So, you know, it gives you a chance to keep your foot in the door of your passion and stuff, which is sports. Right. And, um but that's where I got my start. I mean, when, when, like you said, Darrell, seven, eight years old, you know, just, just being able to chat with my dad and kind of having that common bond where we were always talking about sports. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy how it works. I, I used to tell people, they was like, well, what about you? Like, I, for me, it was always, and, and I'm, I don't know how you feel about this, but it was like, you know, wake up, sports center. Yeah. Run through the day, get home from school, sports center. Yeah. Come back through sports center. And it was just like, and it, you know, it, it just soaked you in, you know, Stuart Scott, the Rich Eisens, the Dan Patrick's, Linda Cohn, I can go on and on. But that's what kind of drew me in initially. And then like from that point on, I, I lived, breathed, and 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 slept, you know, anything that was sports from that time on, you know, watching the draft at an early age. It was just mm -hmm. like nine years old, 1993 draft, Rick Meyer Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember a sick day, Darrell? Like when you were homesick from school, right? You'd watch Sports Center like back to back to back. Then maybe you'd flip it over for like the price is right at 11 o'clock. Then bit. you'd flip back for more Sports Center and whatever ESPN had on. Uh, but but yeah, I, I was the same way, man. Just like let, like get me on Sports Center because they were <laughs> they were pumping out highlights of all the games and it wasn't so much you know, back and forth. Any, it was just, you know, straight sports, which I loved. Yeah. I think, I think for a lot of people, and I, I'm pretty sure it felt the same way for yourself. It was like, all right, I want to be the smartest guy at the lunch table. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I, and when people say, oh man, they have a sports take, it's like, that's that, what they call them takes now. But when they have a sports situation going on yep. and they were like, oh, is this I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> that is not what that is. So-and-so <laughs> did this. So-and-so did. Had to be the know-it-all when it came to sports. But, you know, that's 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 how sports can take you from time to time. Yeah, you know, my parents were always, my mother especially, was always uh, dumbfounded. I, how I can remember, like, you know, World Series winners and sports stats, but couldn't remember to, you know, do whatever instruction she had given me, you know, earlier that day. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's funny how it works. And, like, you know, people are like, oh, you know, when so-and-so was drafted? Oh, yes. It was this, yep. it was then, it was that. So how do you remember that? I watched the entire draft. And don't ask me why I would remember some people and some people I wouldn't, but most of the yep. time I was I was in there, in there. All right, so let's let's kind of go. And now you, you talked about how you, you know, you had to find a way to keep talking about sports. Obviously, uh, take us on your journey through college. What gave you that itch and said, you know what, I'm, I want to do a sports journalism. I, I want to be a journalist, you know, sports director, uh, you know, a man that does it all. Uh, but kind of give us like that journey about how what college and took you through that. Excuse me, I can't get my words out. But kind of take us on that journey through college and how you got to where you are now. Yeah, sure. So I went to Shippensburg University, which is up in Pennsylvania, uh, Division II athletics. And like I said, I was doing cross country and track up there. So just competing on a sports scene, you know, at the Division II level was was awesome. You know, just, you know, making lifelong friends and teammates and everything like that. Um, but 
you know, majored in uh, communications journalism and emphasized broadcast media. And then, you know, uh, my internship I got with a really good friend of mine um, at uh, at the CBS affiliate in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and uh, was able to be kind of embedded in a sports department so I can see kind of behind the scenes. And that really intrigued me. Um, and then I was a, a news photojournalist for a year mm. uh, at that same station. And then I got my first sports gig in Charlottesville, Virginia, uh, obviously, um, in, in May of 2005. <laughs> so and then ever since then, it's just kind of taken off. Um, you know, why do I do this? You know, uh, at first, yeah, it's hey, I want to I want to talk about all these cool things and all that. But, you know, as as I shortly after I got into it, what really jumped out of me was the ability to kind of see athletes as people, you know? Yeah. Um, you get a chance to, to see up close and personal behind the scenes stories. And one of my favorite things to do right now is actually find those stories of the athletes you know, right now, the uh, the we're seeing our business kind of get away from what it used to be, which was, you know, scores and highlights and everything like that. Right. And, um, you know, but but I really, for one, really enjoy being able to learn more about the athletes as people, you know, and tell those stories. You know, I mean, even, you know, down here, the athletes in our community, um, you know, at, at the high school level, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. I mean, that, that, that's really fun all the way up to commanders getting up there. Yeah, we're telling some of the X's and O's, but at the same time, you know, what 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 is it about these guys that, you know, we can relate to our viewers? You know, I mean, a right. lot of those guys go through the same things or have gone through the same things that you and I go through. So, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, what's what's kind of behind the scenes. And, and what I enjoy a lot is, is kind of lifting the curtain for people to, to show them those those behind the scenes. So, yeah, you know, it's crazy because, like, you know, I think when we got started, it was always for me like you heard so much negativity about players uh coaches whatever it was it, it, it like you said the, everything kind of shifted from mm -hmm. when we were growing up sports i mean it had a little bit of the negativity i mean they, you got to talk about it. it's news so i mean yeah. certain things but now they focus so much on the negativity and it takes away the fun of just having that sports knowledge knowing your craft and to me um you know, there's some people out here and I like I'm not ashamed how I got my start. I knew, you know, social media was a was a gem for me. Yeah. But I well, I've always looked at it like all right, I want to do it the right way. And if social media is a way for me to kind of get there, but do it, still do it the right way. Yep. Then I will. That's the way I want to do it. But now you got people out here that everybody wants to be Stephen A. Everybody wants to be Skip. And so or Shannon Sharp, whoever it may be. And I think that does take away a little bit from what you know, people like yourself who've worked so hard to get to where you are and right. it takes away from that, the, the hard work that people have done in that perspective. Well, I, I agree with that. And, and so much nowadays, what we're seeing in, in not just sports journalism, but journalism in general is, is look at me, you know, look at me. And I come from kind of a, a, a strong belief of never make yourself the story. You know, it's not my job to to be, you know, flashy in your face, giving you what I think, all this stuff like that. Sometimes we can be a little bit more liberal with that just because we're, you know, sports people and right. sports is fun. You know, it should be. But but I, I I I'll die on that hill in terms of not making myself the story. I don't I don't. Uh, it's kind of gross to me. Um, and, and, you know, if that, if that, if that, you. you know, and if that's other people's, no offense to anybody who, you know, that's the whole thing about our business, right? It's subjective. Right. Everybody has a different opinion. That's right. totally fine. Right. You know, for me though. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, um, I just, uh, I kind of have a, a strong belief that, you know, you know, put, put, put your effort 
and your 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 hard work and everything like that into into somebody else into telling the story of somebody else and everything like that. You can show personality and still not make it about you. And I think walking that fine line is is. <laughs> You know what you got to do. So that's just this is my opinion. I can feel you 100% on that, Mark, like to the T. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing about it. You know, there's so many people that just want to be about it. It doesn't have to be about you. Right. Uh, and, you know, it, you can still make an impact. And 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 people look, if you're doing it right, it, it's going to be about you in some form. Yeah, exactly. You know, but you don't have to show it. But, you know, hey, look, to each his own. Each like, the, you're exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. Each his yeah. own. Uh, you know, so now you're you're at the Hampton Roads area. You used to be at NBC 12, mm -hmm. uh, which was where we got a chance to meet. How yeah. things how things down at the Hampton Roads area? You, got, you have a spot where some of the greatest athletes in the world come out of. And how, how's that going for you down there at Hampton Roads? Oh, it's going great. Uh, we, um... We, we love it. We love it down here. Um, my station really gives me a chance to, to you know, do sports uh, in the way that I want to do it. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, we can it's, it's great because we um, we're all on the same page, management, right. me, everything like that in terms of kind of intertwining our sports coverage into what our overall content strategy is for the station. And everybody's vision lines up, which is great. Um my uh, the beach is thirty minutes from my front door. Not a bad gig. Not um, at all. Not know, at all. So I'll take it. Right? <laughs> um, you know, and, and still less than two hours away from Richmond, so we can get back there. A city that I really enjoyed being a part of for ten years. Um, but yeah, it's going great down here. We're uh, you know trying to build something, and uh, you know I have no plans on going anywhere. So um, we we really like it down here. We're uh, really settling into the community and get a chance to to be a part of it. I live in Chesapeake, which is. Uh, Kind of, it's one of the seven cities down here that's uh, the, the main, you know, the main spots, and we're uh, we border Norfolk and Virginia Beach. So, um, so yeah, but we uh, we're really liking it down here. It was definitely a, a move that uh, that I think benefits us a lot. I'm I'm so glad to hear that. I'm glad to see that things are going extremely well for you, brother. And I, I knew they were. I mean, you, like I said, one of the the best guys I know in this industry. Uh, you know, you could have easily. And I, I say this, you could have easily like turned a blind eye to me when I when we first met. You can be like, look at this guy. Who is this guy? But you never treated me that way. You treated me like an equal. And I, I, I feel like, you know, you gave me a chance to be an equal. That's why I've always appreciated, you know, yourself, Sean Robertson, guys like that. Sean did my first ever episode of 101 back in 2020. And he was episode one, really. He was episode one. He doesn't really? he doesn't know he's probably making a return appearance. But I I, I would if he's watching now, then you'll know. But if not, I'm I'm going to be talking to you soon. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, he was on the very first episode and, you know, you guys embraced me and I've always been like extremely appreciative of that because it's hard, especially when, you know, you have people that don't really, you know, they, they're just in it just to, I'm going to the game for free. It's right. It's not all about that. So uh, I've always appreciated that brother. Always. Oh man. No. And, and Hey, I mean, love what you guys do. Right. I mean, and, 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 and your staff is always so friendly. Uh, you know, whoever, <laughs> whoever I run into at, at any game, I, I, where, where I go, I mean, it's great. And I'll tell you what, man, it's been really cool to see what you guys have done and, and, and what you talk about. It's like, you know, I, I, it doesn't cost a dime to be nice to people. That's kind of like, you know, it people does. were nice to me. <laughs> people showed me the ropes. People, I, I followed in someone else's trail. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you know why? Why? Like I said, it doesn't cost a dime to be. I mean, I don't. I don't. I never understand why people would be any different. But 
they're out there. <laughs> this is true, sir. This is true. All right, so let's kind of get a little bit into the sports talk. We learned a little bit about Mark, but now let's let's talk a little bit about the team that we both kind of cover, and that's the Commanders. I I, I kind of want to get your thoughts, your overall thoughts of the team. I know, and I don't want to hope I'm not spoiling anything. I, know I saw you last week talking to uh, Jason Wright. Yeah. Uh, very very lively conversation. I was I was I was ear hustling as the uh, as the old <laughs> folks like to say. Uh, great job on that, by the way. Uh, but just kind of give us your insight on the team as a whole. Where do you see him? You don't have to give a prediction, but, do, you know, ceiling, low. What are yeah. your thoughts on the team? Well, obviously, I think, Darrell, with you being up there, I mean, I think we all felt that the attitude was totally different. <laughs> I mean, a it was more loose, free, happy, you know. And you mentioned the interview we got a chance to do with uh, with Jason Wright. And, I mean, you could kind of, you know, hear the genuine relief in his voice, too, you know. Um the one thing I would say that I think to caution Commanders fans is that, hey, I think it's the right track right now. This is a right. great step in getting a new person at the top who the players say they get a feeling from that he's going to give them everything they need to succeed. I mean, we talked to some players after practice, and you may, may have been a part of this. Mm -hmm. They said they had never even met Dan Snyder, you know? That's, that's then, insane. <laughs> that's insane. Crazy, right? That's and insane. then um, – you know, but Josh Harris meets with the whole team. I think Mitch Rails did too, yeah. you know, and, and got a chance to, to to answer their questions and and talk to the guys and everything like that. So it, it starts it off so solid. And, um, you know, so I think it's a great first step, right? But I think we got to caution everybody. This may also not be the flip of a switch where you're going to be 13 and four this season, you right. know? Maybe, I don't know. But um, but it's not, that that's not a quick fix, right? So, I think it's a great start. Um, are they going to make the playoffs? Maybe. Are they going to win the division? I still think Philly and Dallas may be a little bit ahead of them talent-wise. Right. Um, you know, and, and the Giants, I think, are kind of hit or miss every single year. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, who, who knows? That's why they play. You know, how many times do we have those surprise teams, right? Every yeah, year. Yeah, it's somebody. Year, <laughs> yep, every year there's one or two of them, right? So, you know, um, you know, will that be them this year? Could be. A lot of it depends on Sam Howell, you know. Um, we don't – we have a very small sample size of what he can do. Um, he's looked good and bad at different parts of camp that I've seen anyway. Yes. Um, you know, so I think just kind of getting in and getting a feel. Um, it's also year four for Ron Rivera, right? How crucial does it make his job, you know? Everybody's kind of auditioning for the new owners now. So so what's uh, what's that going to look like? So, so you know – I think they're going to be a strong team. I think they're going to be, a, a, I mean, you know, better than average. You right. know, how will that look once they take the field? And how will that look, you know, as it stacks up to the other NFC East teams? You know, I think that's a big question mark. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's piggyback a little bit of what you said. That surprise team last year was the Giants. You know, yep. uh, nobody saw that. I know I did. I had them going four and 13. I'm just going to be as honest with you as possible. <laughs> and so I, I did. I was like, there's no way they're going to win the game. But they played well. They all did a really good job. Um, you know, the other thing about this team or what I've noticed over the last couple of weeks is the change in Ron Rivera. He is the happiest I've seen him since I've covered this team. And I promise you, like, he goes to every press conference. Like, during, you know, last year, year four, like, he'll come in the press. Like, he came in with a frown. Even in wins, he just didn't seem happy. Yep. Uh, because he, he knew in the back of his mind he had to answer some question about ownership or something that went wrong this way. And it was almost, a, I'm not going to say he was the owner at times, but it almost felt like he had the burden of whatever the owner was doing just square on his shoulders. 
this last since <laughs> even since Eric Benjamin came in there, he has had the biggest. He'll go to every press conference like, hey, guys, what, <laughs> what are we talking about today? I'm like, look at the energy. Of this. Where was this? But we understand why. I mean, it was just totally gone. It was being sucked out of him. But, you you know, you made that point with Jason. They all are happy and they're all a smile. They're so relieved that it's done and they've got a new path to start on. I, I, I like I like everything I'm seeing. The fans are energetic. I, I love that part. I, I think the other big thing for me is with this team defensively, I feel like they have a chance to be special. The the depth at the defensive line and, and the defensive back position says, man, they could be really good. Linebackers, we'll see. But everything else looks so good, and they've got so much depth all the way around. Uh, I just, for me, I, I'm excited about this team. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get overly like, man, they're going 13 and 4, 12 <laughs> and 5, which I'm still getting used to doing those numbers. Uh, right. <laughs> but it's just like, I'm not getting to that point yet. Then I'm going to be like, yeah, man, that's what's happening. But uh, but it, the optimism is there. Uh, and so Cleveland will get a chance to see a little, maybe a sample size on Friday of what that's going on there. So, yeah, no doubt. Well, and you know, um, how I'm kind of like, you know, also piggybacking of what you said, how many times we're like, hey, what's next? Right. What's the next report that comes out? What's going to happen now? What off the field trouble? So, you're exactly right. I think there's a feeling that those days might be behind them which is, is very nice. And, and, and same with you. I'm, I'm still getting used to adding 17 in my head when I come up with a win total. You know? <laughs> and, with me. and look, just imagine they're probably going to add 18 in two years and it really oh, messes man. up. I'm like, Stop all right, doing this to me. <laughs> we guys are 12 and 6 this year? Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, man, we both are optimistic about the Commanders. And Commanders fans, I know, you know, the ones that are listening – it's okay to be optimistic that yeah. the, 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 they got sellout crowds. They've already, I think they said they were really close to selling out the first game. I expected to be rocking and rolling in there. Uh, they got Arizona, a little bit of a cupcake, I think personally, personally in that first game. So who knows, who knows, but they could get off to a great start. Well, and you know, Hey, you, what, what it may do at the very least is get more of your fans than the other team's fans in there. I think that's, that's huge. I mean, you know, I think, with the new ownership, you're going to see a lot of a lot of people come back. Right. Um, well, I mean, look at training camp, right? What was training camp like the last few years you know, the fan <laughs> attendance? It was like it, it, was, was, it was so it was so you know just it was like five people out there literally. It was probably like eight I was or 10 like, people. wait, I have to double check. Is this open to fans? Is this open to fans right now? Yeah. I gotta look. You know, this one, this was open to fans. Yeah, this was open to fans yeah. because I mean, the first two days, wow, probably you know three, four thousand. Then you get that first Saturday where it was close to ten. Holy man, cow! Man, I mean, so many was, people. And the and like you said, the energy they brought was fantastic. So this is from the top down all the way to the fan base. Everybody's feeling this, and that's that's exciting. This is going to be yeah. a a very fun year. You got look. I told somebody win, lose, or draw this season. You you've already won, and just you got yes. the first step, and just yep. just enjoy it, and we'll go from there. Who knows? They may be you know. They may be the Washington Redskins next year. Who knows what? Yeah, like you never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. know. <laughs> that name changes out there. That name changes out there. All right, our last topic before we move to quick ones, we gotta talk about our Seattle Mariners. I'm gonna say this as a precautionary. I normally don't like to do this. Every time I get on the air and I talk about the Mariners, they find a way to disappoint me. So I'm gonna try to keep this. So as what are we clean. doing? I don't know. I don't know what we're doing here, Mark. I don't know what we're doing here. So um. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm one of those guys that, and this is all on purpose. I, I pay attention to them a lot, 
but I try my best not to at the same time, if that makes sense. <laughs> so the last time I was truly, truly, truly panicked, because I'll see scores. I'm like, all right, we're winning. We're doing, I'll peek in. I'm like, we're looking good. I'll peek away, uh, you know, and then, you know, we're winning. And all of a sudden we were like 50 and 50. That was the last time I was like, really like each game I was paying attention. Well, things are a little bit different right now. Uh, the team is sitting at 59 and 52. They are three games out of the wild card. Um, what are your thoughts on this team right now? I mean, it you know, we we finally made the playoffs, and I say we because we bleed hard on it. We finally made the playoffs um last year, got a got a series win. Probably should have beat Houston. I <laughs> probably should have beat Houston in that series, but yeah. I digress. What are your thoughts on the current team? Uh, you know, do you think they make another playoff run uh get or get into the playoffs this year, or is it a little far-fetched? I think it's possible. I mean, like it's certainly they're 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 last year we saw them, you know, go on that 14 game winning streak and really kind of catch fire there. You know, it kind of has that same feeling right now. Mm-hmm. My 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 frustration is stop so, stop starting so slow, you know? Yes. Stop starting so yes. slow. Stop digging this hole. They were talking about maybe being ready to win the division this year. And obviously Texas has been all world and you know caught on fire. So they they've been very, very good. But, they sound everybody. They you know, sound I mean, everybody. <laughs> it's it's uh yeah yeah I mean the, the the slow starts and the other thing is is the strikeouts. I mean they got to get those strikeout numbers down too because you know I was psyched with the Teoscar Hernandez signing um but or trade rather but um I mean he just strikes out way too darn much. You know what I mean? Suarez can be a great hitter, strikes out too much. Julio, sophomore slump. That guy looks lost at the plate sometimes. What so, what is going on? I I was like, yeah. And, and people were like, I had people tell me, well, why did you pay him? I said, look, it's better to pay him now, uh, yeah. you know, knowing the potential, and and not having to overpay for him. And you can say it's overpay now, but I think properly they did it the right way. Pay him, yeah. pay him a nice little lump sum now. See how it goes. Worst case scenario, if it does dud out, well, we paid him, but we still paid him under the like the value of what he could have been. Well, and I'm not worried about him being stuck here or anything right. like that. They're pitch, people are pitching him differently than they did last year. It's fine. He'll adjust. He'll be fine. But he just looks so lost up there sometimes. So now it feels like, you know, everyone's kind of starting to get back into a rhythm a little bit. Um, and, uh, you know, going for the sweep of the angels as we're, uh, recording this, um, you know, uh, but, but man, that's, that's my squad of all, that's my team of teams, you know? So, uh, so see, this is a nice change after, uh, experiencing those $100 million payroll teams that lost a hundred games and all that stuff <laughs> earlier this century, you know? So man. yeah, do I think they could do it? I do think they could make the playoffs. I mean, they, I mean, Win two or three, keep winning series, you know, keep keep knocking them off. Um, you know, and 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 see where it comes. Everyone who who is ahead of you, except Toronto, who you just won a series against, you play. Good. So, you know, you have a good chance to to get out there and and uh and, and beat some good teams and, and make a move. So keep it up, you know. We'll see. Like I said, we're gonna leave it at that. Why? Because yeah. we don't want to jinx it. Knock on right. <laughs> Go ahead, knock on two. I'm knocking. I too am knocking. Yep. Y'all knocking look good, man. So, like, is that often? It's not often. That's not, I think that's another big reason why me and Mark connected. And, and I, a lot of people, I, there's not a lot of Mariners fans yeah. in Virginia. We're the only so, two east of the Mississippi. The only I think. two east of the Mississippi. <laughs> I, I'll walk around and I'll see somebody with a Mariners hat. I'm like, go M's? And they'd be like, I nah, man, I just like the hat. And I'd be like, 
<laughs> it drives me insane. I'm like, yep. come on. I'm like, yeah. I said, but it's all good. It, it yep. makes sense for being on this side of town. So we don't even need you guys. We don't even need you guys. You yeah, don't even put a hat on. I mean, we don't cheer for whoever you're. Yeah, right. Yeah, man. Go put a Braves hat on. You know, it yeah. makes sense in this area. You know, go put the the. the you know, the Washington uh, Nationals had on whatever, just whatever. <laughs> All right. So that was it for our first segment. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Mark Davis version of Quick Ones. Are you ready, Mark, for the, the Mark Davis version of Quick Ones? Are you ready? Ready as I'll ever be, big man. All right. Let's do it. Everybody off with the same couple. You know, I saw everybody off with the same couple because I just intrigued to see where it kind of goes from there. So let's see. Mark, what is your favorite sports moment? Favorite sports moment, 1995 ALDS, Seattle Mariners, New York Yankees in the kingdom. Edgar Martinez hits the uh, double to left, scoring Ken Griffey to win the playoff series. Oh, my God, Edgar. I love Edgar Martinez. (laughs) At the bottom of that pile with that big (laughs) smile on his face. Oh, my goodness. I I remember I watched it like that was I think it was last year when, when they finally made the playoffs again. They played it on MLB uh tv and i watched it and i said i just smiled the whole time it just yep. made me happy I, I remember watching that game and i was probably 10 11 yeah uh, and i remember watching it just being like oh my god we were and then you know of course not not going further than that but that's okay you know well hey now real quick you know that that hit saved baseball in seattle because if that not happened they wouldn't have gotten the new stadium right uh they would have moved to tampa and that would have been it so that hit saved so, baseball in Seattle. I'm so glad that didn't happen because I, yeah. I don't the Tampa Bay Mariners. I just I don't know how I feel about that. Right on. <laughs> uh, next one, and I hate to do this to you, but the worst sports moment. Worst sports moment for me. It could be for you. It could be for as a you know one of your teams. Any of that. I think the worst sports moment was probably uh, the Wednesday and Thursday of COVID. Um, oh, you know, yeah. where everything was dropping like fr- flies. We were in Brooklyn covering the A-10 tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember uh, VCU and UMass were warming up. Uh, they came off the court to do the national anthem, and they just made an announcement, A-10 tournament's canceled. Drive home safe, everybody. <laughs> Drive home yep. safe, everyone. And, you know, the other crazy thing about it was uh, I was sending uh, one of my people up there. They were about to get on the train. And, yeah. I, and I told him, I said, look, I don't know if it's a good idea right now for you to go get on that train. I hate for you to go spend the money, but I also want you to be safe. Right. You know, um, so I say it's completely up to you if you decide to go or not to go. And, you know, it was a big disappointment. They ended up getting a chance to go to uh, once we got everything back yeah. to normal again. Yeah. But it was still like, ah, yep. so you could, you could tell it was a tough time. But, yes, I agree. Yep. But if it wasn't for that. I, this, I started this show because of COVID. It was like everybody was in the house. We've got to, you know, we've got to talk sports in some form. We Silver lining, we, baby. That's yeah, awesome. we, can't, we, we can't let sports die. So no. uh, it was definitely tough times. But, hey, we're past those times, and I hope to keep things rocking and rolling. Yep. All right, here's a fun one. All right, we got the fun ones coming up. Greatest Mariner of all time. I know it's Mariners, but what's, what's the great? who's the greatest Mariner of all time for you? Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, I know, right. I just want to I just wanted to hear it. <laughs> I, I wish I could like, you know, I, I like have some nifty answer with a nifty explanation, but I don't. It's Kendrick like Harold Reynolds. Like what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Willie Willie Bloomquist. Yeah. Ooh, right. And here's Willie. why. <laughs> it's like, who, like, who you got in there, man? I don't know, man. Mike Cameron. Mike Cameron? Like, like 
Based Although Mike Cameron, you know, uh, hitting four home runs in a game was pretty cool. Right. Is he, he was like, is he still the last one that done it, or is somebody somebody I, else did it? Before I think then? so. I can't say for sure, yeah. but I think so. I know only like eighteen guys have done it ever, and actually, Mike Cameron's son is now on the Tides. So it was kind of uh. cool. Me and uh, me and two of our kids and and my fiance went to the game last night. Uh, it was a doubleheader, and we saw we saw Daz Cameron in center field making some very Mike Cameron esque plays. So uh, the apple does not far, far, fall far, fall far. Blah. I'm gonna try. That I know again. what you were saying. I know what you were saying. That <laughs> apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> now, now the Tides are the Mets organization, correct? Uh, Orioles now. Orioles now. So, yep. you, but it used to be okay. Correct. Man, man, the Orioles farm system is crazy good. That's why they're so good right now. Well, and they kept it. They kept it intact too at the trade deadline, even which which was also impressive. It's 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 amazing. Yeah. All right. So uh, the next fun one here. Uh, where's the where's the best restaurant you've ever ate at? Was like just just love the food. Just love the food. Where's the best re- restaurant you ever ate at? Tough one. I know. <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. This is good. Um, so I'm a steak guy. Like steak, steak's awesome. Like it's the best. Um, I want to say. The best restaurant. I, it's not that I can't think of any. It's that I'm trying to figure out which one. Which is one is the best? Best. Well, take whatever you know? the first one that comes to your mind, steak wise, that you absolutely love. Let's like, we could go there with it. We can go where we can go there with it. Let's see. El Gaucho in Seattle was excellent. Mm. Um, let's see here. I had a really good steak. There's a restaurant called the Log Cabin up where I grew up in Pennsylvania. Mm. It's a it's kind of a fancier place that my parents took me to. That might be that might be the best restaurant I've ever eaten at. Mm. But mm. but you know I'm 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 a red meat person, right? So, <laughs> but you know what? I am going to say this. I, I, I'm going to go. I, I I know it now. I know it now. I'm going to say Pappy's Barbecue in St. Louis. Hmm. I went there with my cousins and just the brisket there was just amazing. I mean, I mean, like, like, so, so, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I know I jumped around a lot there. No, so. it's all good. It makes me hungry just thinking about no, it. It's more thinking aloud. <laughs> well, I, I will say this, you know, um, the best steak I ever had was in Arkansas. So I was doing Walmart right. commercials at the time. Well, okay. and I had went down there to do a track at this time. I was doing training videos. So I was doing there, going and doing training videos for the company. And so when I went down there, the guy who used to tour me around, my man Ken Everett, and Ken, I hope everything's going well, brother. So Ken was like, "Hey, man, let's go to a good steak place." I'm like, "All right, Ken." He took me to a couple while we're there. Now. He's like, "I'm gonna take you to the best one you've ever been to." So we're in Arkansas now. So he drives us to this secluded, like spot. I was like, "Bro, where? So where are we going?" So we're, like, we're driving around, and it's like a little like house, and it's kind of cut into the woods, but it's like. There's cars out there. I'm like, that is packed out here. He said, you're about to have the best steak you've ever had in your life. So we go in there and sit down. Now, me, me, not knowing proper steak etiquette, I went in there like, hey, do y'all have steak sauce? He said, whoa there, whoa. buddy. He said, he said, and, I, and I'm, 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 I got to tell this story because it's because of him that I learned true steak etiquette. He said, Darrell, what are you doing? What are you doing? I said, I just, I like, I like steak sauce. I said, ah, he said, no, no. First of all, you try the steak first. He said, you can tell the greatness in the steak by trying it without the sauce. Then you can go. He said, if you want to do sauce after that, that's fine. He said, but you got to go without Man. the sauce first. The and- chef who cooked that steak 
would rather you insult his mother. <laughs> exactly. Than and ask for steak sauce. And, and that's the kind of sentiment that he told me. <laughs> so I said, okay, well, I, you know, I was a big ribeye person. I said, go ahead, throw the ribeye. So he gives me a ribeye. It is the best steak I've ever had. It was so tender. And he's like, you, and so I'm starting to eat it. He's like, it got towards the end. He said, like, you still putting that steak sauce on there? I said, no, we good. We good. <laughs> and I ain't put no steak sauce in there. So now you're lucky they still served you, man. I know. I, I'm glad the the, wait, the waitress gave me a dirty look too. But I but I learned my lesson, and that was back in like 2000. That was like 2012 ish. But I'll, I'll never forget it. It was I, if I ever go back, I'm like, hey, hey Ken, man, I need you to find the steak place again. We got to go. So yep, I, I had I had to throw that in there. Now <laughs> the last one on quick ones, and this is the follow up your restaurant thing. Okay. All right, so you're going to dinner at your favorite restaurant. You can take three Mariners with you to dinner. Who are you taking with you to dinner? Griffey has to be on there. Is it know, most definitely, yeah. You can, you know, have a meal with the kid. Um, you know, I think you'd almost have to go Ichiro. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because, you know, I mean, fantastic, and you just love to be able to kind of pick his brain on certain things. Right. The third one... There are a couple finalists for that, but it may be tough. I know it, I, I knew it was gonna mess it, with you. I was like, I'm gonna hit him with hard be, with it. You know, it might be Felix Hernandez mm, because okay. there was a, there was a personality but good pitcher there. You know what I mean? So it could do that. But you could take Buner for the sense of humor. Right. Um, you know, you could pick uh, Edgar Martinez brain if you wanted to about being the best. Hitter of all, one of the best hitters of all time. Yes. Um, you know, Brett Boone would be cool because he, Brett you know, Boone. um, but but probably uh Griffey, um Griffey, Ichiro, and Felix, I think. That's it's cool. also kind of one of the best players from each of the generation. Um that's smart. That's obviously, smart. Rand, Randy Johnson, you could do too. Um, but uh yeah, I think I think those three would be it. Uh, so I'll give you mine. So one, I, obviously, obviously Griffey. I mean, <laughs> right now Griffey's my number one, but Edgar's my number two. So I gotta have Griffey and Edgar. And and from that point, like you said, it kind of gets a little tough. I want to throw Randy in there because I was so fascinated by Randy Johnson growing up. Yeah, you know, when he got traded to Arizona, oh, to this day, I was I was just like, I'm glad he got a ring. I'm so glad he got a ring because I felt yeah. like he deserved it. But man, that thing broke my heart and to this day i'm like man i you know so what are you doing I, 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 right I, I would say randy ishiro's in that mix um and i and like i said and i would probably also throw felix um buner is very intriguing on that one too maybe even tino martinez yeah i i think i would probably end up going with I probably end up going with randy and it's only because i was such a big randy johnson guy man and i just was like yeah you know, and and they're the reason why I became a you know a Mariners fan. You know, Griffey being number one, but I sure. fell in love with the team. Yep. And I think I would just love to be able to sit down and be like, "Hey guys, you know, thank you for everything." Yeah. <laughs> they, I would say, even though it's been a rough ride from time to time, but without you, I wouldn't I wouldn't be the fan that I am for a Seattle. So well, yeah, for well, me, I'm a 42 year old man who wears his hat backwards still, and because I started it when I was like 10 years old because of Griffey. <laughs> You know? thank, thank you, Ken. And, and everyone's, you know, I, I know I get the social media comments. They're like, oh, nobody over 13 years old should wear his head. But yeah, whatever. You know, I mean, you you must not you must not know Ken Griffey Jr. Then. Like, are, I don't, are you against fun? You know, I mean, like, <laughs> why, are you, why are you the fun police? This is insane. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah, so for me, that that's it's a tough ride. But 
I think that's where I would go, man. And man, you know what? As a wild card, I probably throw uh, Lou Pinella in there. And I know he's not a player. Yo, but Pinella is that's a good one. That's yeah. a curveball. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Pinella would probably be really fun to have a conversation. Sweet with. Lou, man. Yeah, I like yeah. where your head's at. Yeah, that's a yeah, good yeah. one. It's, it's, it would probably be a good one. And I'll, I'll, this is the last thing I'll throw, and then we're gonna, we'll go to our last segment here. The movie rookie of the not rookie of the year, Little Big League. When the twins end up taking on the Mariners at the end of the game, I had never thought bad guy King Griffey Jr. and bad guy Randy Johnson would be so fun to watch. <laughs> and even though they won the game in the movie, I was a little sad because I it's one of my favorite baseball movies of all time. But that is what <laughs> but that is one of the reasons because our guys were in that movie. So yeah, yeah. no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. That was it for the Mark Davis version of Quick Ones here on One on One. We're gonna finish this bad boy off with Leave Your Legacy. <laughs> Before we get into the, this final piece, Mark, once again, brother, thank you for coming on, spending the, at this time about 30, 39 minutes or 40 minutes. Oh, man. Us. We've had an absolute ball. I really appreciate you coming on, brother. You know, don't mention it because this was awesome. And I really just, you know, enjoyed Darrell sitting down and just talking sports and about the business. And uh, this was great. I, I really appreciate you having me on. The pleasure's mine, my friend. Man, well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Let's go ahead and finish it off right. So now, Mark. When it's all said and done, you're sitting on the beach. I don't know. What, what's your drink of choice? What, what's your drink of choice? I'm usually a beer guy. Beer guy. So you're yeah. on the beach. You're drinking it. You got a six-pack beside you. You're relaxing. It's good times. Um, and you 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 hung up the mic. You know, you put the camera down. Uh, what type of legacy do you want to leave behind? What do you want people to know about Mark Davis? Maybe not whatever, but what do you want people to know about Mark Davis when you walk away and you're retired? Uh, I think, uh, you know, I mean, this is kind of a, the first one's kind of a cop out here, but it's a guy who who did things the right way, you know, integrity. Um, you know, uh, I, I've, you know, in, in our business, I say all the time, um, question my decision-making, you know, that's what you do in a subjective business, right. question decision-making, but I hope nobody ever questions my ethics or my work ethic. Um, those are two things that I hope are are untouched. You know what I mean? Right. Um, because I, I kind of pride myself on those two things. You know, like I said, I mean, you know, you can think I I, I did something wrong or covered something wrong or 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 you would have covered something differently than I would have. That's fine. You know, that that, that comes with the territory. Right. But I hope um, I hope it's that I, I I I did things the right way, had a strong work ethic, and, and was always an ethical person and professional. Um, I also hope that uh, he left his community better than he found it, um, awesome. be it through my stories or bringing awareness to certain things or, uh, you know, whatever the case may be, telling, exposing the good people are doing in our community. Um, you know, I, I'd like to leave my community better than I found it. Um, so so uh, and we live in a great community. Don't get me wrong. Right. Um, but uh, but that's definitely you know, that that's more important than any sort of award or, or accolade or, or or anything like that that could come across my desk those things are nice but they just really never um you know meant that much to me if that right. makes sense um, oh, it makes sense it makes you sense. know um you know uh it's it's more to me about about you know what i'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis just to be an honorable person and professional so that's what that's what i hope my legacy is you know, when all is said and done and the way the business is going, I hope I get to determine when all is said and done. Right. <laughs> really yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. You know, uh, yeah, yeah I, I think that would be um, that would be the most important thing to me. 
That's awesome, man. I mean, I, I, I love it. I love every bit of it, man. It's, it's, I, I could, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I mean, just sitting there listening to it. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. Being able to, um, you know, have people say, man, you know, God did a really good job, did it the right way, you know, respect. I, I mean, maybe even get on Kurt Autry level and, you know, be the master. <laughs> the master on social media. Everybody loves Kurt. Everybody loves Tell Kurt. I mean, <laughs> Tell you what, Kurt's uh, Kurt's Kurt's social. I, you know, like I said, I, I've I haven't worked there in almost two years, but I still I still keep my eye on Kurt's Facebook page. I think we all do. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Hey, if you need a good laugh, I'm, I'm telling you right now, Kurt's gonna have you like may, maybe one day we could get on Kurt level and be just have the masses laughing continuously. I mean, it's, just, it's a great deal. <laughs> well, all right, everybody, look. If you haven't checked out Mark, Mark, let everybody know where they can find you, where you are, and tell them where they can check in on Mark Davis. Sure. Uh, so um, Twitter, Instagram, I'm Mark Davis Sports. Mark with a C, as you see at the bottom of your screen there. Um, and uh, so Mark Davis Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I think I'm Mark Davis Sports on Facebook, too. I should check. Um, <laughs> I'm updating those things quite frequently. Um, so that and then, uh, yeah, 530 and 11 on uh, WTKR News 3. This Friday night at 11, if you're in the Hampton Roads area, I'm sorry, at 1030, mm-hmm. we're airing the uh, uh, Commanders-Browns game at 730. Right ah. after that, Zach and I have Commanders kickoff, a 30-minute special um, that we're going to get everybody caught up on, which is where you can see a big portion of that Jason Wright interview, too. So see, check yeah, that out, awesome. too. But, uh, awesome. yeah, you know, social media, hit me up. Just say hello, you know, whatever the case may be. Story ideas, uh, you know, we're trying to get everything out there. So, uh so, yeah, yeah, uh, don't be afraid to say hi and hit me up. One of the best in the game, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't say that lightly. I, I I truly look up to this guy, you know, one of the best. You know, he's all, like I said, like I said earlier, always been kind, but always a consummate professional. Our man, Mark Davis, here on one on one, episode 102. On the next episode of 102, like I said, won't be next week, will be the following week on the 20th, the day before the Commanders Ravens uh, contest. <laughs> uh, we will have my man, Kyle Nash of the student of the game podcast and the three point conversion. He will be on here for that episode. Once again, everybody, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. We truly appreciate you uh, for coming on one-on-one and always being uh, a part of it. We got the power rankings version of one-on-one starting up when the season comes. So be ready. We'll be doing our power rankings each week. I'm Darrell Lawrence with the legendary Mark Davis. and We will see you all next time. Legacy Maker, the All Sports Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the